0: From KQED Public Radio in San Francisco, I'm Michael Krasny. Should 17-year-olds get to vote in California's primary elections? That's the question posed to voters in Proposition 18 on the November ballot. As part of our election 2020 coverage, we'll hear from both sides and we'll take your questions. But first, California has hit a grim milestone. A record 4 million acres burned by wildfires already this year. And the August Complex fire, already the state's largest, surpassed one million acres yesterday, another record. Coming up on Forum, we'll get the latest on the state's wildfires. And are we finally going to get some rain? That's next, after this news. Welcome to Forum. I'm Michael Krasny. Wildfires across the state have burned more than 4 million acres this year, more than doubling the previous record. In Napa and Sonoma counties, firefighters have made good progress in containing the glass fire, which has burned more than 65,000 acres and destroyed over 1,000 buildings as of Monday. Joining us now with the latest on the fires and the forecast is KQED reporter and editor Dan Brecky. And welcome, Dan. Hi, Michael. Hi to you. Uh, well, some at least sanguine news for a change progress with the glass fire down to at least early reports this morning about 50% containment. Uh, and uh, some of those who were evacuated uh, are now not going to be evacuated. Uh, and the weather looks better. So this is all very positive. But at the same time, we have fire uh, warnings, uh, fire danger warnings remaining high, don't we? Well,
1: we're at a a part of the fire season where historically we know that uh, we've got maybe a month of pretty tough weather potentially ahead. I mean, these uh, events we get where, um, you know, the weather systems align and produce uh, high north or northeasterly winds, Uh, You know, we see that almost every autumn at some point. And the last few years, that's been a uh, sort of a dreaded sign of something, you know, very bad could happen. And so, yes, we have a long way to go, but you're right that uh, things look good on the uh, the glass fire. Uh, There are a few areas where uh, firefighters have, uh, you know, really tough conditions that they're contending with. I mean, one thing has been the weather. Uh, if you live near the coast, you've, uh, the last couple of days, you've had this sort of r- miraculous turnaround where all of a sudden the air is clearer and it's cooler and, and moister, but that has not been the, the, the situation along the, the fire lines where it's been very hot. Uh, there were temperatures near a hundred in the Napa Valley uh, upper end near Calistoga yesterday, and it's been very dry. So the burning conditions have been good. The, um, the uh, uh, toughest areas of the fire have been at the north end. There's a little pocket near the town of Angwin that's, uh, that's been stubborn, uh, although uh, firefighters have uh, been saying that they've been very successful in trying to uh, steer the fire around the town there. And then there's an area, uh, a little pocket, uh, on the floor or near the floor of the Napa Valley between Calistoga and St. Helena, and then at the south end, uh, near Sugarloaf Ridge uh, State Park, there's another area there uh, that's, been, uh, that's been pretty stubborn. There's, um, I, I just want to say that, uh, yes, you're correct also that evacuation orders are slowly being lifted, but there are still extensive areas in both Sonoma and uh, Napa counties where people are still out of their homes.
0: And we still don't know the origin of this fire, the glass fire, do we?
1: Well, we don't know uh, the the exact origin. We know pretty much where it started. Uh, the reported um, ad- There's a reported address, the uh, 200 block of uh, North Fork Crystal Springs Road. If you go on a map and look where that is, it's in what uh, some people might call the middle of nowhere. There, there are a few houses up there. There are a bunch of vineyards. And there's uh, there have been a couple of pretty solid media reports that have actually where reporters went and watched what CAL FIRE investigators were doing up there. And they seem to be paying attention to an area near a vineyard uh, along that road. And the, the, only, the only suggestive hint, and this is, a, I mean, I don't mean to suggest that anybody has really come out with a cause, and it will be months before CAL FIRE really delivers uh, a, a cause, uh, you know, from its investigation. But the the suggestive hint is that there's an electric fence there. Now, you know, that, I mean, we do know that the first report of the fire came from a long way from there uh, because the location was very inexact and it was only when crews got to that area that they saw exactly where it was. So there's a lot to there's a lot to be uncovered here, uh, and, and CAL FIRE is working on that.
0: And we're getting the latest update about the glass fire burning in the North Bay with KQED's Dan Brecky. And uh, I want to talk with Dan about a couple of milestones, which I mentioned in the introduction, and you may want to way in here. In fact, let me give the phone number out if you have questions or if you have, uh, something to say about these grim milestones that we've reached. And I'm talking about four million acres this year having burned in California and the August complex fire, the state's largest fire actually surpassing one million acres. Uh, things that in our worst nightmares we wouldn't have conceived of a number of years ago. But if you have some thoughts and uh, questions, you can give us a call right now at 866-733-6786. We do welcome your involvement. The number, again, to join us, 866-733-6786, or get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum or email any thoughts you might have or questions to forum at kqed.org. And I'm sort of interested to know your thoughts as we hit these grim milestones, Dan.
1: Um, well, you know, you're talking about uh, a couple of these uh, these sort of unbelievable unbelie- numbers that we've heard the last couple of days. I mean, we've known for a while we were going to get to these numbers. I think so. Four million acres, more than four million acres have burned in the state this year, which is more than double the, the previous record. And um, is I mean, it's a it's a little hard to appreciate how much that actually is. I mean, you're looking at close to uh, six thousand. More than six thousand square miles now, and um, and that's a lot. That's almost uh, the area of the. That's getting close to the uh, the total area of the uh, nine county Bay Area, and um, and then one million acres, which is uh, the size of the August Complex Fire, which is one that may is not front of mind for uh, Bay Area people probably, but it's this vast fire that started with the lightning storm August seventeenth. There were 37 lightning strikes uh, through the Mendocino National Forest, and since that uh, day, um, there were numerous fires that have burned together and created this gigantic, um, you know, monster of a fire, which is it, it's sort of breathtaking in size. It's you know 75 miles long, but at its uh, longest point, north to south, and and more than 50 miles wide at its widest point. And, you know, I mentioned this when we were talking about fires last week. Um, you, you know, you, you think about what it takes to control a fire, and they say that fire is 58% contained. Um, there are, there's a minimum of um, of uh, 250 or 300 miles of fire line there. So this is what firefighters are contending with. They, they've actually, you know, controlled more than half of that. But if, when you Hear them talk about the uh, areas that they're they're trying to to deal with this fire. I mean, it you know, California is a place with very active geology, and that active geology means that we have lots of uh, rough terrain, you know, steep uh, mountainous terrain, and that's where these fires burn uh, in the summer generally, and um, and that's what they're 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 dealing with, and also you know very heavy forests, some of which have not. Uh, burned in a long time so um, yeah, so those are the two and we've got a, a handful of other fires around the state that in any other year would be would be sort of shocking and breathtaking in size you know the creek fire uh, south of Yosemite uh, is one the North complex fire uh, east of paradise uh, west of Quincy is another so
0: But the August complex is the biggest in state history. It's over twice of uh, the previous biggest fire. And frankly, uh, yeah, it's continuing to burn and spread a huge volume of smoke in the north and northwest edges and 54 percent contained. It's not going to be fully contained probably until mid-November. Let me bring a listener on here, uh, a caller, Bianca, joining us from Pengrove. Bianca, welcome. You're on the air. Hi there. Thank you so much. Um, being a resident of Sonoma County, I was in Sebastopol, uh, last year when we had to be evacuated and fires so close to Pengrove as well. What can we do? Um, especially many of us as, as, as renters to ensure our landlords and our neighbors are doing everything they can to keep their homes defensible. Some thoughts from you, Dan Brecky on that.
1: Well, you know, um, both local fire departments and Cal fire. If you're in an area that Cal fire is responsible for are very attuned to this and, um, uh, local fire departments, especially now, I I can't speak to uh, whether, uh, you're, you're in an area where uh, you have a city fire department or, or a County fire department, but they're attuned to this and they will do inspections. And, uh, this is, this is something that's taken very seriously by the firefighting agency. So I, I would be looking to the uh, to your fire department to, to help you out if you feel a landlord is not being attentive to that issue.
0: Yeah, she wanted to really know about tax incentives around fire safety and defensible space. And it sort of goes in different nuances in different areas. But, uh, Bianca, thank you for the call. And I suppose you can just inquire more uh, on that as Dan is, I think, intimating and suggesting what do we have now in the state uh, we've got about seventeen thousand firefighters still battling over a couple dozen fires statewide
1: yeah there yeah that's what they say um, you know uh, I was looking at the numbers on the August complex fire, and it looks to me like there are about eight thousand firefighters on that one fire and and so you know that that means that resources are spread pretty thin over the the rest of these fires there there have been about 2800 on the glass fire and you know because of where it's burning because it's in an area that's populated generally you would see more more firefighters on a fire like that and that's been a story we've heard uh for the last couple of months that a lot of these fires normally would have a lot more staffing than they're getting now
0: and what about uh, the rain that's supposed to be coming this week? Uh, it's a couple of inches maybe on Thursday as a prediction. Uh, I know you're not a meteorologist, but you usually are on top of these things. Well, what can we it, expect? It,
1: you know, it's it's an odd thing. The weather models have not agreed. So so really, the, uh, the expectation of rain has been dialed back very severely. So we may see some. At some point between Thursday night and Sunday night, but I mean uh, between uh, Saturday night, actually, rather. And and the um, the issue is that, um, like I said, the the weather models, these numerical models that forecasters depend on, are just giving them a different solution, as they call it, from run to run. You know, every six hours, so they really don't know. But it does not look like we're going to get heavy rain anywhere. And while any rain is going to be helpful to firefighters, um, both firefighters and meteorologists have been clear that whatever rain arrives will not be enough to to end the season or or even put much of a damper on it. We're going to have warm weather again, potentially windy weather again, as early as uh, early next week.
0: So brace ourselves, I think, is really what you're saying subtextually, aren't you?
1: Uh, be you know, like I said at the beginning, we're we, we just have a ways to go in this fire season, it's not fun to think about.
0: Uh, it's a lot to think about. I hope people can stay prepared and stay on top of all of this. And Dan, always good to have you. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Well, you're welcome. Good to be here.
0: That's Dan Brecky, and the latest on the glass fire, and talking about fire milestones grim milestones with him as well. And we're going to when we come back move over to our election coverage. We're going to talk about Proposition 18, which would be a constitutional amendment to allow 17-year-olds to vote. That's up ahead. I'm Michael Krasny.